Good Friday. All not right. like Good Friday, but uh, like Happy Friday. Not like my... the Good Day Good Friday, but yeah. Where's my microphone? There yeah. it is. All right. Ready to go, Jerry? Okay. <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. All right. We got a busy show. Jeez. Just kind of getting all my uh, my ducks in a row here, Torg. Just see the top to bottom today. We are packed. We are. Sean Waynes is coming on. Well, other than that. Oh. Yeah. Well. Front row sticks. Yeah. Front, front row, row sticks. Front row tickets. You didn't like Sean Waynes? Uh, no, he's all right. I just, I don't know. I don't I'm going to tell him you said that. That's going to be my lead question. Hey, Sean, <laughs> I like you. But Jerry doesn't. No, I mean, he's all right. I don't know Sean from Wayne from, well, Wayne's the older one, right? The dad, the oldest brother. Keenan Ivory, the, I think. Keenan Ivory's the oldest. And then see? Damon. See? And I always say the wrong one or, yeah. But you guys, you saw all those bad movies in the, in I, the 90s. I did see you? White Chicks. Yeah. White I did chick. see Little Man. Yeah, not in the theater, right? I saw White Chicks in the theater. Yeah, you yeah, played white, for that? Hey, White Chicks is a classic, and even the younger kids think it's a classic. Because okay. of the Terry Crews yeah. Giffen song. Right. Yeah, it is. It's it's Now, all their other movies are really bad. Family is one success, yeah. aren't they? Holy cow, I bet they're worth millions, each and every one of them. And I think... The movies that did good, I think I saw one in the theaters. I think the scary movie parodies did oh, really yeah. well. Like, you know, remember when I Know What You Did Last Summer oh, I came think out they and did really well. Yeah, They did right. par- comedy parodies. I think that was uh, that were out. And I think the Wayans brothers were in all of them, or at least the first three. Which brothers, though? Sean, Sean and, and Marlon. Marlon. Oh, okay. Because there right. came a point, I think, with Damon – where he just got so popular, and then he did he did that show um, with Stifler. He had a network show for a while, and then did movies. I think he just kind of I'll fade away, and then Keenan Ivory just produced where I think they kind of left Hollywood. Well, I'll bone up on my Wayans knowledge yes. for seven forty this morning. I can do a when, segment Wayans trivia for you if you want, Jerry. Sean joined us. Now I knew Kim Wayans, and she kind of just I think she got married and had uh, had kids. She just kind of bowed out. Kim, Kim was on the show. Kim was funny. Yep. She does. She was an uh, interesting stand-up and one of the nicest people you'll ever yeah. meet. Yeah, for people who watched In Living Color, Big she was Kim the Wayne gossip thing. lady. Yeah. That was her shtick. Everybody kind of had a sing, uh, signature bid, and Kim's was the gossip lady. When but you, you get, didn't hear from me. When you get families that big, that successful, that well-liked, don't you want to meet the parents? Yeah. See where their heads are at? Well, yeah. you know where their heads are at because the proof is in the, the kids. Well, they had a lot of kids. You know where the Boy, I would like to uh, talk to them. You know what I mean? They did it right. Yeah. Most successful family, what do you got? Two, you got five successes. And then Damon Jr. Jackson's what? Jackson five. Then you had the two girls. Well, let's be honest. After Jermaine and Michael, those kids weren't doing anything. Yeah, but they were all in the business. Yeah. I mean, arguably. But at least the weigh-ins. The dad really pushed them. All all five of them at least did something. After the Jackson Five, only Jermaine and Michael did something. The weigh-ins may be the biggest, the largest showbiz family, right? Yeah. How many were Osmonds? Oh, yeah, that's true. 
I don't. That's way before my time, that's so I'm going to plead ignorance. That's true. There was a lot. They. I just saw a picture on social media of. Yeah. Saying maybe when you can help Wayans, me out here. I don't know if the Wayans even want to go up against the Mormons. Yeah. How many Osmonds were the there? Numbers. Sheer numbers. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture like the Osmond brothers. I think there was seven, right? And Marie. And they're all sitting down, right? And seven, they take a eight. picture for social I don't media. Know. Yeah. Donnie is pulled tight. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's fifty. He's right. still doing and Vegas the, shows. Still working. Yeah. yeah. The brothers look like Diane Feinstein. Marie took a seat. Well, they yeah. lost the one brother there. What a year ago. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. one of them died. They're vi- and I don't. I, I'm not. They're just they aged, and Donnie is Benjamin Buttons. <sighs> yeah. I mean, he looks great. Still. And it would have been so easy. To, and while well, they he they were roundly mocked. The Osmonds yeah. for the goody goody wholesome image, but Donnie so likable. They yeah. were all so likable, so great in interviews. They were so good to morning radio. Yeah, all those years. Gosh, Donnie, we had him. I don't know how many times. I remember Donnie Marie. when I was a kid. He did the traveling show, and it was like coming to the St. Paul Civic Center. Donnie Osmond, like you've never seen him before. Donnie Osmond as. Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Civic Center box office. Donnie Osmond in the role of his life. And then you're like, you're a teenager and you're like, Donnie Osmond, the, huh? Yeah. Doing what? He's acting. At the yeah. St. Paul Civic Center? Right. And I mean, that was a venue of 15, eventually it's, it's like the, the XL, the Hawk. No, no, no. That was the hockey arena. They, well, oh. they, tore, they tore it down and it became the hockey arena. But it was where they used to have the high school hockey tournament, so maybe 10,000 people. Wow. Bigger than the palace. All right. Yeah. It's right by the prison. They had like a prison. So what they did in St. Paul, they had the St. Paul Civic Center and next to it, and it's overlooking like the uh, Mississippi River. And the buildings were side by side, and the prison... You, if you had a certain cell, you could look out on like they were on the side of a bluff. A lake view. A lake oh, view. They were fighting over that cell. So we used to party as <laughs> kids and drink by the river. We had like a party spot where you go down yeah. in the woods, and then you'd look up and you go, "There's the prisoners. There's the prisoners," and you'd kind of tease them with your, you know, yeah, alcohol, wow. and you could see all the guys in the, you know, lit up. Wow. And they took it out though to build the XL Center. And yeah. they ripped out the Civic Center. Odd. Yeah. Our prison here. Taken out to make the nationwide arena. Oh, that's right. Yes. yes. They used to have uh That thing sat there for years. They say and it's it haunted. Was gothic. It was so bizarre. Well, it was a hundred and twenty year old prison. Don't something. you think it's bizarre it to was have cool, a- but it was it was it needed to go. Man. Do you think it's weird to have a prison in like downtown of a city? Because the one in St. Paul's, St. Paul downtown. At the time, it wasn't yeah. downtown. No, I know, but it was, though, at one point. Yeah, while yeah. the city grew to. Yeah, that's weird. Right, it was on the edge of town, yeah. I'm sure, when it was brand new. Hey, Put come- it way out there. <laughs> it's <laughs> yes. like not even like a quarter mile from High Street. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I wonder how many other, if there is a major city that has a prison. And it's funny what people will it. fight to keep. Yeah, whether it's Wrigley Field or, you know, these iconic, these old historic places. And I agree, a lot you should keep, but a lot should go, too. Yeah. Merrim, Minnesota, the old Met, the outdoor Met Stadium where the uh, Twins and Vikings played. And they made such a big deal, but they went to the Metrodome. And the stadium was there, and they built the Mall of America. And when you go to the Mall of America, home base is still there. 
Oh, you know, they say oh, this is cool. home base yeah. of the old Metro sure, Met sure, Stadium. Sure. And I think, I could be wrong, the new Yankee Stadium isn't second base home plate. I want to say I could be wrong, but I think the way they did Yankee Stadium where second base is home plate. Yeah, I remember some. There no, was, I don't think so. Because they were building yeah, that they, door. Yeah, they no, were still they, playing in Yankee Stadium when the new one was being built. Yes, but I think the way they built it is they quickly tore it down and then built the oh, end. I don't know. You have to look it, at into it. Okay. Yeah, yeah take a look. Because yeah, yeah. I think they made it a park, the okay. part of the old Yankee Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, though. I thought that's. You know, like the old Bush. Have you ever been to the Bush Stadium in St. Louis? Nope, never been. Been there? Not I don't. A St. Louis guy. I'm not. I've liked. I had a buddy who lived there. I spent nothing. a month there. Uh, what they did is they had old Bush, and they were just building new Bush right next door. All right. And so that's what they one next. Boom! You got the other one. I liked yeah. it. I think it's. I don't like the Cardinals, but I think it's a really both. Of, I've been Tempting to both of them. me to make an old Bush joke. Yes. Well, I was trying. Waiting, I, Jerry. That reminds me. I got to call my ex today. There you go. No. That's why I brought up yeah. Bush. Right. That Too easy. Hardworking American people understand. <laughs> Jerry's going to tell a joke. George Bush impression. <laughs> Scott yeah. Torgerson, your best one, I think. George, what remember at Yankee Stadium when he threw out the pitch? Pitch post uh, 9-11? Of course I was there. That was, he threw a strike too. He did, he nailed it. He threw a strike. He did. Yeah. Well, what'd you find out about Yankee Stadium? You're right, it was, home plate is where second Second base would have been in the old Yankee Stadium. Yeah. The new home plate is second base. Yep. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So they did all the construction in the, uh... Outfield. outfield and then built in and then yeah, in the off season they, did. they took down and they moved yeah. quickly yeah well, that's why there was to. no yeah. you know like hey these stadiums take four years to build well when you're a steinbrenner you get it done like you're building a chinese skyscraper right right get that sucker off yeah, Cooper go. stadium in the city center everybody wanted to keep that stuff here well, Cooper's still around. Yeah, well, yeah, but, <laughs> by the front. I think. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. I was by the there graveyard. The by it. Yeah. yeah, right, right. It, the old Coop had a the outfield graveyard and the smell of urine. <laughs> you know, it was like it was like a Mardi Gras. Yeah, it was. It was pretty beat up. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, Cooper Stadium Coop. was pretty beat up. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of charm there. No, and uh, now the cemetery in the outfield night. was cool. Yes, that was cool. Ted said beer night where you'd have your little cup and you'd immediately go to the back of the line. <laughs> Dime a slider night yep. when I was a kid. Dime yeah. a dog Castle. night. Yep. Uh. Dime a dog night was huge. Yeah, because I remember doing sports radio. Well, we were doing all do those. Dime and dog. Yeah, yeah. They do do diamond dog. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, their it's, biggest nights of the year. Yeah, they probably do it do once it three, a month, four times. Oh, do yeah, they? Okay, right, right. I was working at the the sports those station when I started. Dale, we did tons of yeah, we did tons of promotions at the coop. Oh man, yeah. And where was uh, where did the chill play? They East played uh, no, or, no. They played at the fairgrounds. Was it the fairgrounds? Yeah. Oh really? Okay, where we're the gonna Expo, see Ohio? Oh, okay, got you. No, not where we're gonna see sticks. Okay, the old the Expo. Okay, where they have all the vendors and got you. How many How many people guy. fit in um uh, in there? Oh, well, it was tiny. Was it, it five thousand? I don't even know if we if it's at three. Five. Yeah. Did you go to any games? Did I go to any gay? Yeah, that's where our when the fat lady sings, our guy dressed as a woman winner got caught in the women's bathroom. Really nice. Got arrested. That's where we did the play by play for chill games. Oh yeah. Oh, so Q had the games oh, on yeah. radio? No, no, no. We they invited. They would do guest 
local celebrities to come in and sit in the booth. Oh, was it TV? It was on TV? No, radio. Oh, okay. Yeah. So even though you were on a different station, they put you on? Yeah. Well, no. it was. I know. It's not like that somebody had bought the rights for it. I mean, they wow. were. The chill was probably paying to get on. <laughs> yes, I know. You know, like yeah. a. Hey, did you see, speaking of team play-by-plays, did you see what the Phoenix Suns are going to do in it? I think they're the first team to do it like in 20 years. Regional broadcast coming back. They couldn't come up with an agreement with the Bally equivalent in Phoenix, the Fox Sports equivalent or whatever they call themselves now. Okay. So what they did is they put their games online, and I think they're going to do like a online four-stream pay thing, like a season pass type thing. And then I think, Rich, you could chime in because you probably saw the story. I think like a local TV, they said to local TV stations, hey, our games are up for bid. Who wants to buy them? And they they had like a bidding war and they got better bids from the local stations than they did on the contract. It was like a right to match thing where the contract was up and the Bally's of Phil. I don't think they're Bally's, but there's something else there. Barstool? Something like that. It's not, though. It's something close to it. Because Bally's are regional. Yes, but it's a regional sports. Not local, it's it's but the regional. old Fox Sports. Yeah. So what happened was is their final year of the deal, but they had a right to match. But the local station paid too much where the cable said, Fox Sports equivalent said, we're good because it was going to go to court. And they're like, well, we can't match that. And then they're going to stream it. So they're saying huh. that this is the model for other teams that they could go away from the cable. We've known teams on cable like this for how many 20 25 years that it might be teams might just stream this is just basketball baseball hockey not football teams might stream individually because they might make more money than the ticket and then they might do local broadcasts to make more money because the local depending on the team suns are a big commodity i don't think the coyotes would be able to do that but i think some of the bigger teams might be able to do that you know, would the Cavs in the guardi- the artist formerly known as the Indians, be able to do it? I'm not sure. I wouldn't think so. Not here locally. No. In Cleveland, I don't know. So who the- uh, you have Spectrum, right? Yes. So they what? How do they stream? I don't. Or are they, they have they a cable? Spectrum app. They have their they own cable? app. They have their own app. So they create. They created their own app. Spectrum app. And is, you could get it. cable and stream. So streaming is an option. But they still have cable. Correct. But Correct. cable's going away. No. So they'll be all streaming. No. Cable's not going away. It's not. Not for them. But it's more expensive AT&T's than their- done with cable. They're Are out. they? Yeah. Mm. My U-verse, when it's done, it's done. You can't get new packages of cable. Is that because they're keeping DirecTV? No, it's because DirecTV is how they stream. They're in the streaming business. No, they're I They're no longer that. in the cable so business. So DirecTV's not doing any over-the-air satellites anymore. I don't know what direct. Well, I don't know. Maybe direct. Because they TV own direct TV is, too. That's true. That's satellite. Yeah. That's not streaming. Yeah. But I know that uh, AT and T. All they want is your internet. They don't give a crap yeah. about. They're out of the cable TV business, but it's so lucrative for them. If you're you're kind of grandfathered in like me with my U verse, the guy fixed it and said, "Well, when this equipment goes, that you're done because they're not replacing." Yeah. Old equipment, they're they're out of the business. Because the problem was, but when, keep, you can keep yeah. it as long as it, it it works. You have it, but when it's done, it's done. The problem was is when Direct AT and T bought Direct TV, they had competing kind of cable. You know, the AT and T cable with the streaming the satellite dish. Yeah, right. So that was a big thing. 
So the rumor was they were going to dump DirecTV and keep AT&T, but it's probably the reverse. Because DirecTV charges a hell of a lot. DirecTV is so expensive. Yeah, yeah. And it's really not good right. anymore. But everything's going to stream. I mean, cable's dead. Yeah, it depends on where you're at, I think. Yeah, Yeah. well, I think the as it trickles down, but eventually it's gone. Yeah. The major markets, anything in the top 50 markets. I is, would, if I was Spectrum, be streaming. I would keep it. And there's be- a convenience to cable, yes, I got to tell is. you. I, I, you stream I enjoy your cable. More, I enjoy man. cable. Well, it's you- even when you go to hotels and stuff, we were in a hotel and they all had smart TVs and they have Netflix on it. Yeah, you just right. log in your own Netflix in the hotel Which and watch it. Which is a horrible idea, it, it, Oh, Rich. it absolutely You're is. You're putting all your information, information in. Do you yeah. erase that I didn't do, before no, I didn't you do it, leave? But you, my kids have their yeah. tablets. When I you VRBO, people, yeah. people put their information in your in that TV and then they check yeah. out. And all their information is still in that TV. I had someone complain at my yeah. Airbnb. They wrote me and said, because I, when I rent out my lake cab, I tell them in the instructions, bring your own streaming stick. There's not cable because uh, up there, Spectrum doesn't allow you to shut it off and turn it on. They allow a one-time thing. So, like, am I going to pay cable full year and pay, like, 60 bucks a month along no. with the internet? Of course not. It's a lake you house. get a smart TV and let whoever exactly. rents it. It's on you. Exactly. Yep. Bring a damn stick. That's what I say. So, someone yeah. sent me a message, like, when we rented it right away, like, I can't believe you wouldn't provide a stick. And my response to them was, all right, if I provided a stick and you logged into the stick and forgot to log off and someone paid for movies or bought services off your stick... How would you feel? And then they wrote back, I never thought of that. Well, of course. You right, leave dumbass. an information, dummy. Yeah, right. And then you forget to sign out. Right. Or one of your kids forgets to sign out. Yeah. And then you come to me as the owner of the Airbnb. How come my bill is $400? Well, because you left your info yeah, there. Right. You know, But you expect me to leave my info in there for you? Let me hook up my Amazon Prime and keep it for you so you can watch Suits Season 4. I upped my uh, my Hulu stream, and it's 70 a month. I'm going to cancel it. 70 a month. That's why what it I was going to get like, to. It's like too expensive to stream everything. $11 a month, and then I, I wanted to watch the British Open, and Channel 4 NBC oh. is out of commission, so I couldn't watch the golf, so I went to Hulu, and I found it, but I didn't have the... Premium yeah. package, so I premium premiumed up, and it was seventy. I think it's going to come back around. So I'm going to cancel that because if you piece it out, YouTube TV, along with Peacock, Paramount, whatever it is, whatever you want. Yeah, I got because I have some of them Amazon now. Too. It's way more expensive than cable. Cable can just sit back and let all the other streamers cannibalize themselves and just be okay. We're still here, eighty nine dollars yeah. a month. You could pay a hundred. It's way more expensive to piece it out than it is just cable. Yeah, because we have cable and we try to piece it out, and it's YouTube well, and TV. Well, living out where you where you live, you'll never have the. Uh, you don't have any fiber optic, yeah. or do you have? You have the five. They laid fiber optic as far out as Canal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't or have any cable. It's just five so G off the off the t- tower. Both. It's off the tower. I had the fiber optic before switching. Because I heard the 5G, like uh, Verizon 5G, T-Mobile, unless you're close to the tower, it sucks. It gave me a third you nipple. You lose it a lot. <laughs> yeah, have you seen my third nipple? Yeah. Thought it was a zit at first, but yeah. People are like really anti-5G. Really, like yeah. Like the tower, yeah. like it's going well, to kill I, us all. I kept the AT&T, so we fixed it. 
So I don't need that Hulu anymore. Just go rounding up old boxes so that when this one dies, you have another to replace it with. You have exactly. a warehouse full of old AT&T well, equipment. You, you that send you can... that back, and if you don't, they charge you. They so do. So whatever you keep, they charge you for I have my first. Everything's uh, serial numbered yeah. And, yeah. and QR coded. I have my first All your equipment from 1990, like 1999, yeah. 1998. I own it. I bought it. It was like 350 bucks at the time, and then you had to pay a subscription fee monthly yeah. to TiVo. Yeah. And I bought it so I could just plug this in and watch all my old DVRs. Remember how expensive VCRs were? Oh, absolutely. And then you, you look back and you look at those, what a piece of junk. <laughs> exactly. What a cheap yep. Japanese technology. I mean, that yep. was the most basic yep. trash, wasn't it? And that's, But boy, they, they, yeah, they, they charged a lot out of the gate for those. Renting a movie, you would try to wow. get the movies. Oh, yeah. man. So many different video rental places in your city. Yeah. We we have a town of my crappy city of 18,000 people, and we had to have like four video rental places. And we have no big stores, like three grocery sta- stores, like liquor stores and video rentals. That's all we had in our store in our city. I think that's probably more up there than there would have been here in Columbus because of the long winters up there. No, yeah. all you do is sit on your ass and watch TV, right? Exactly, yeah. and fish and right, eat. Right. You go to the buffet, four old country well, when buffets. When it's dark, eighteen oh. to twenty-four hours, yeah, and a hockey rink every two blocks. Yeah, right. And I'm not exaggerating. Like we had like eight hockey rinks in our small city. You could walk my city in my old town in an hour. Walk all the way down. Yeah, right. You know, one of those cities. There's so-and-so's house. Suburban Detroit, every neighborhood had a rink in the middle yeah. with ball fields. And yeah. The rink was always at the park, the baseball field, the football field, and there was always a rink. Always a game. Indoor. Always a game. They put those up, those brick. Well, that sounds fancy. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> it was city-owned and operated. Yeah. They were basic brick. Parks yeah. and rec. Right. Uh, so, Sean Waynes, we mentioned, front row sticks tickets and fat guy movie review. Little Michael Evans replay next. All right, let's go with your hot five. Cut number one. Browns linebacker Anthony Walker. Pretty honest answer here when he was asked about the team heading into the season. It's all on paper. Um, and until you do it, you know, I mean, I think I've been here over the last two years. I thought we were pretty good on paper both years, you know, and until you actually go out there and do something and make some noise, um, make a playoff run and all that stuff, they shouldn't be talking about us. That's cool. We understand that. We haven't done anything either. So we understand that we have to go out, earn it every day on the practice field, and let everything else take care of itself. And Good answer because every year on paper they look great. Fans think they're going to the Super Bowl. They get delusional on social media. Super Browns, Super Bowl, all that crap, and he just nailed it. You don't win on paper. That's why I hate this pro football focus. Ranks our offensive line as number four and this number three. Well, you still got to go play the game, Slappy. You know, you could give me all the computerized geek numbers you want. Go and play the game. All right, clip number two in your Friday Hot Five with all the talk of term limits in D.C. after Lindsey Graham's incident this week the president's ongoing uh display of dimension we could go on and on senator diane feinstein she starts rambling during the uh congressional or the uh in the senate yesterday and listen well check this out i i would like to support a yes vote on this 
Um, it provides 823 billion. That's an increase of 26 billion for the Department of Defense. And it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say aye. Okay, just aye. Thank you. It's pudding time now. They he just say aye. Just say aye. We didn't. That's all they wanted. These people, Tori, it's sad. It is sad. All of them. Are they going to maybe with this Lindsey Graham thing? This will be the. You mean uh, Mitch McConnell or Mitch McConnell rather the the well Lindsey Graham too he's no spring chicken no none of them are but uh, God maybe they'll do something uh, about it now because it's so front and center they won't because people don't care how old they are they just want their party I don't care if my person is then this is me speaking but I don't care if Mitch Diane Feinstein is 90. She's a Democrat. I don't want a Republican. I don't care if Mitch McConnell's 84. I'm a Republican. I don't want a Democrat in there. People don't care. They go by party. They don't care about the person. They will die on that yeah, hill. Yeah, it's pretty tribal. People that's do for not sure. care. But they're old on both sides. I know. Let the young kids fight it out. I know, but they don't care. They want their established My person. Gosh. We might lose the election if it's not Mitch McConnell. I can't have a Democrat. And I mean, you throw these 90-year-old. Feinstein's the oldest, too, I yes, believe. Yes, Pelosi's face is melting, I think, sometimes. She's like Skeletor. Ah, <laughs> she pulls off the mask, and it's... It's Skeletor from He-Man. Did they ever come out and say what Mitch McConnell went through? What was it? A seizure? A stroke? I don't know. They haven't said anything. Yeah. It's like Joe Burrow's calf injury from Ooh. yesterday. They're not going to tell you. Very secretive. Yes. <laughs> Cut number three. Stevie Nicks shared a new rarity from her box set that's coming out. It's coming out today, by the way. It's called Complete Studio Albums and Rarities. This one was a bonus track. In the 2011 In Your Dreams album, but you only got this, heard this song, Jerry, if you bought the Barnes & Noble copy of the album, right? You had to go to, like, Barnes & Noble. If you went in Mount Walmart, you wouldn't get this song. So she re-released it. It's called My Heart. the soul from across the room And the crowd fades away and we stand alone Just like nothing's changed after all these years But it's all the same and you're not to blame No, you're not to blame Sounds like an elf. That's awful. Maybe, maybe that's, that's really, really bad. <laughs> I thought it was all right. Oh, good lord! Didn't she sound like an elf or something? Well, like they a just remastered elf? it. Yes. But why do they keep? Why they? Why do they increase that? Maybe that's how she wanted. You no, know, that's been enhanced, right? That has to be. <laughs> More reverb. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, like, uh, tone it down. 
Boy, yesterday, Major League Baseball, this was cool. My Detroit Tigers at home, Comerica Park. They got. They're going to do two with the Angels. Oh, tomorrow. really? And they, it was a true doubleheader, 12-10 and 4-10, one after the other. Not an nice. afternoon-evening game. It was boom, Let's boom. Let's play two. Two in a row, right? Yep. So, Otani, he's on the bump for the Angels in the first game. I like it. And then you're not going to believe what he did in the second. This guy, unprecedented. For a guy who has accomplished so much in his major league career already, this would be the first complete game shutout, and there it is. Shohei Otani goes all nine. The soon-to-be two-time AL MVP has never been better on a big league mound. His first career complete game shutout, only one hit, only four base runners. Oh, oh he got another one. Get going! Otani has done it again! Santa Maria! Complete game shutout, check. Two homers in the nightcap, check. Cheesy play-by-play call, check. He's doing it. It's he's doing things that have never been done, Dork. Yeah. I mean, you got to go back to Babe Ruth to have a two-way player like that. Too bad. Um, what? Too bad he's playing for the Angels. You know, the uh, yeah, well, they, they just got some pitching. They're going to make a run. So they're, the, four, they're three out of the uh, wild card. I wonder if teams and are going to do this. there's a lot of baseball left. Have these guys. There's a guy for the Cubs. He's a top 100 prospect. He's in their high A, and he was like the third baseman for LSU. And then like his senior year, they moved him to the mound, and he was lights out last year. I think it was last year in the College World Series. And they say if the Cubs let him, he can hit because he was a great third baseman. And they moved him because they needed pitching. He was a two-way player. And they say he can hit if the team lets him. I don't know if teams are going to start letting guys do what Otani's doing. Because they're saying this guy's not Otani, but he can pitch and hit equally as well. And he's a top 100, supposed to be prospect. But I wonder if teams look at Otani and go, why would we let this guy who can hit not hit. Why does he just right. got a pitch? Be interesting. And as a free agent at the end of the uh, the year, I don't know another team, maybe the Dodgers or the Yankees, that could afford what he's going to make $40 million yeah. a year, maybe 50 Oh, he'll make more than that. He might make $50 million a year. He could get it like a, they're talking close to a billion dollar contract. And that's not even, you can't even do the math. On that, if you're a team owner, they're businessmen. These team owners, he's at such a level that it may, it would encumber your franchise for the entire. You could you. It's physically impossible to sell that many tickets. Got it. Glad it's not he, my money. He, he, you'd you couldn't afford any other players or contract. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, the there's, Mets there's got to be a ceiling on the Cubs how owners much could. They just sold a Meritrade. We just sold a Meritrade to buy Otani. <laughs> Elon can buy the Guardians yeah, it's, and sign Otani. Could you imagine uh, hypothetically, Jerry, if the Cubs, because they own, they just say sold a Meritrade, right? Yeah. They sold a Meritrade and they used the profits. We sold a Meritrade for Otani. It's not going to happen, but I'm just saying, <laughs> well, we sold this major online 
network yeah. of trading stocks. I would for stay one away from player. him. If I, I would too. if I even if I had the money in the MLB, What's I would. I would not bid on him. Let's see, 27, 28? Yeah, something like and that. And he won a ten-year deal, right? Yeah, I would pass. Can you give right? ownership to an active player? No, I don't think you can. Well, Aaron so. Rodgers just got it with the Jets, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, he just he got one percent. No, he gave up thirty-five mil, and they said we'll take care of you in yeah. five years. They're going to give him one point five percent of the team. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't get it team. now. No, no. Yeah, but in lieu of yeah. letting, leaving that thirty mil on the table, or they're even having problems with the Tom Brady thing right now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not mine. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to be his agent, though. Yeah, no doubt. One of the founding members with Cut Five here of the Eagles passed away. Randy Mesner, the original bass player, and sang one of their biggest hits, "Take It to the Limit." All I want to see is five guys happy playing together. You know, and that's what makes the music. Randy never knew how great he was. He wasn't alpha. Confrontations were really hard for him. We were backstage and the crowd was going wild. And our encore number was Take It to the Limit. People loved that song. They went crazy when Randy hit those high notes. But Randy didn't want to do the song that night. He'd been up partying all night. And Glenn kept trying to talk him into it. He said, man, the, the people want to hear that song. You've got to do it. And Randy kept saying no. And the audience, who'd been waiting years to see us do those songs, we just got fed up with that and just said, okay, don't sing it. Why don't you just quit? You say you're unhappy, quit. And he did. And he did. And he did. And Randy Meisner, yeah. It's a great documentary when hell freezes over because every member of the band, Don Felder's even in it, and basically they say, why he didn't want to do it and glenn will use the partying excuse and he's probably right but he he was he couldn't hit the high notes and take it to the limit so he didn't want to do it if he couldn't do it you know i don't want to do this song because i can't hit the notes like i did five years ago i just can't hit it i'm so high not meaning pot but i hit it so high i can't do it but yet glenn and don Get out there and do it. It doesn't matter. You get as yeah, close yeah. as you can. And Randy had anxiety about doing that song. And, yeah, so he quit. Unreal, huh? And then Timothy B. Schmidt comes in. Yeah, and you know the drama with these A lot bands. of dramas in the Eagles. It only matters to the ones in the band. Nobody yeah. else cares. You're I mean, absolutely right. A few right. fans do, diehards. But when you look at, like, Aerosmith and all the fighting of the – yeah. It's the toy box of life, right? <laughs> yeah. Even local Everything bands, Jerry. Everything is so blown up. Oh, uh, local bands. Know? They got a new guitarist, or this guy's playing but for this. Joe Walsh's uh, comment that he just wasn't alpha. an alpha. Yeah. He wasn't a fighter. Yeah. yeah. Just let me play yeah. bass and bring yeah. a couple songs to it's the table. It's interesting you get a bunch of guys together. Which one is the alpha? There's always the one that stands up. Yeah. I've never been an alpha. You, you're not an alpha. No. My wife's the alpha. I'm a. (laughs) (laughs) Well well put. So, Jerry, when you put together Junkyard Dog. Yes, sir. You're probably thinking, I'm assuming, like, hey, what type of tables, what type of art or yeah, pictures you're going to put up? So what did you do? To, easy to overthink it all, too. Yeah, so what'd you end up doing? I haven't, I didn't look it's, at it. It's your... all QFM, rock. Okay. Tom Petty, Junkyard, Fence, Old Car, Mix. Okay. But not a concept, but you decided to, like, you know, hey, here's some, just some cool well, stuff. Well, the put name the reflects Junkyard. Got so there's you. a lot of Junkyard, and then I put a lot of Q. Buckeye stuff? Uh, no. Well, no. 
Sales will go up 20% if you no. do. Well, then we'll put Buckeyes in. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll, then, you'll oh, dress up H. as a block. If that's <laughs> the case, then I say, oh, wait. Yes. 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 Uh, I was watching. Yeah, not really a, uh, I, I think gimmick bars, because I know where you're going with yeah. this. You have to back it up. The, the gimmick doesn't work. Yes, I would agree. If your gimmick is uh, all baseball bar, but you serve baseball food, the baseball food you serve better be damn good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, peanuts and Cracker well, Jacks uh, or whatever. Yeah, when you yeah. strip away the gimmick, what are you actually exactly. selling? It better be good. So I was watching the new season of Bar Rescue. It could be a repeat, but it was like the newer Bar Rescues post-COVID. And they went to this bar in Florida, and I thought it was so bizarre. It was called Cereal Holic. All right? Cereal Holic Cafe and Bar. And every – and here we've got to have John on because we need to be – he always has radio guys be the secret people. He needs to come to Columbus so you and I can be yeah, the secret people. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. So these guys walk into the bar, and every table has, like, you know how you'd give, like, free basket of chips or beer nuts at the bar or whatever it is, yeah, right? right, they right. Don't, that's kind of a outdated concept. But they had a basket of cereal at every table or at the bar. They just, you know, kind of like beer nuts, you, had, you know, and it was stale. So it was stale cereal. Sweet cereal? Sugar cereal? cereal? Not in milk. Just dry. Yeah, like okay. a snack. Yeah, like a snack. Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks, uh, Captain Crunch. Wow. Yes. That is really dumb. So they had behind the bar, they had the can- the round canisters where yeah. they just pull the level and you could have a bowl of cereal. Every drink is sweet. Like the sweet drink, the chocolate drink, the... Applejack drink, the everything is cereal related. So you can't, you can, I'm sure you could get a beer. I didn't see any, but everything on the menu was like the Applejack, the Crunch, the. This will kill. Everybody loves cereal. Exactly. What a dumb idea. Then on the sides, they had like black and white TVs. They wanted to keep like it kind old, of the cereal. Like Saturday yes. morning. Uh, and then they had like an old pole position game. But the thing is, none of the TVs work. The video game didn't work. The drinks were too sweet. Then in the kitchen, you would get a burger, like, give me the cheeseburger. But they would roll the burger out ready to put it on the oven or the top, right? But then they would have, like, a rub of Apple Jacks, the crunched, all crunched up, and then would roll the burger in the Apple Jacks and then put it on the, or Frosted Flakes, or, yes. So stupid. So, Taffer, so what did Taffer say? Taffer's watching these guys, and he's watching the drinks. And these, it's struggling, or it wouldn't be on they Bar were, Rescue. They were two weeks from closing. They it were losing nine rescue. grand okay, a month. Yeah, right. They bought it for 160 grand. They pulled in like 60 grand to change everything, and then they're losing nine well, grand a month. They're 220 And in. Yeah. they had like a claw machine in there. Yeah. Right. And everybody was saying, like, this is a place where if you're a tourist, they were in Florida. If you're a tourist, you go in and check it out, but it wasn't made for repeat customers. That's the problem. It was a gimmick. You know, yeah. hey, let's go to Cereal Hall. Sure, sure. And it got good reviews. It just wasn't, you know, when the son was there and he was the GM, but he was fighting with the mom and they wouldn't do it. The, the kid was like... The oldest kid was like, this is the dumbest idea ever. Let's get rid of all of this. And the mom and dad didn't. The dad dad was just clueless. So Taffer comes in, and the drinks are awful, and he's fighting with them. And finally on the reveal, 
he calls it the loft and just guts everything. And he says, we're not even doing a gimmick. We're doing a bar. Yeah, We yeah. got drinks. You're serving beer. Right, right. We're not doing this crap anymore. And at the end, everything went up like 20% six weeks later. So they, I think they stayed open past at least the two weeks. But it was just the worst gimmick I have ever seen. You ever go to a gimmick I, bar? Well, gimmick bar has to be a tourist area. It doesn't surprise me that was in Florida. Vegas, full of gimmick bars. Yes. Nashville, full of gimmick bars. A gimmick's not going to work in Columbus, Ohio. Is Pins Mechanical considered a gimmick? That's not a gimmick. Okay, That's I'm just, just an arcade okay, that an serves arcade alcohol. Bar. Okay, got you. Yeah. Have you been to... Have you ever been to, uh, when you were in Nashville, did you go to Old Glory in uh, Edge Hill? It's in an old dry cleaning plant. No. Uh, it's the boiler room. No. Smokestack, you enter in the alley, no signs. No. No electricity. Hmm. There's probably 2,000 candles. Okay. I like that. It was incredible. I mean, they have electricity beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like under the bars and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But the bar itself the is dark. And stuff, yeah. Nothing but candles. And so it's, it's like the 1800s. Craft cocktails. And it's in this boiler room downstairs. It's pretty cool. Have you? They pull it off. And in Vegas, the speakeasy is for the last five, ten years, has been huge. Hey, if you want to chime in, give us your gimmick bar, 8219696. Have you been to the sandbar in San Diego where you have no. to take off your shoes? No. That's uh. the gimmick when you walk in, the floor sand, and you have to take off your shoes, and that's the thing. It's a beach bar. So you walk in, and there might be a, there's the dance floor, and there's the bar and everything, but you're in there with no shoes. Yeah. That's It's the sandbar. Yeah. And that's what it's called, and I think it's still around, but it's kind of a sports bar. It's got TVs, but that's the gimmick is shoes are off. I don't, this was, I've been there 15 years ago, but that was the thing. You take your shoes off, and Boy, you go in the bar. How would you clean the, uh, the sand? Uh, that's their thing, though, and it's famous. You're yeah, going to the sandbar right. tonight. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to the sandbar. I'm taking off my shoes and my socks. Have you been to socks. the Lodge in Vegas? Uh-uh. Lodge is pretty good. It's small. It, it maybe seats 60, 80. It's small. But all the – it's completely enclosed, okay? Mm-hmm. There's no windows to the outside. But it's lined with windows, and then on the outside of the window are all, you know – 8G photos of a mountaintop with oh, the sky. Oh, okay, okay. All the help wear 1980s ski sweaters and turtlenecks. They keep it like 62 degrees in there. And it's just, you're in a ski lodge. You okay, are in a ski you. And you're looking out the window at the mountain while it's, it's all fake, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool gimmick. Would those bars in Vegas that the frozen bars be considered a gimmick? Yeah, where you that's go, a gimmick. You, yeah, yeah, where I, you do the I shots. I don't get that. I don't either. And it's like 40, 50 bucks cover to get in. And you have to put on a mink uh, fur coat. A parka. A parka. Yeah, a parka to go in the back par- for that's a shot. I, I'm with you. I think that's it's really stupid. dumb. Yeah. Not for me. The furniture's carved out of a. Yes. The bars carved out of it. Yeah. Yeah, don't need it. I don't like it. Yeah. Been, been, haven't been to them. Been by them. Right. Could have been to them. But the speakeasies are real popular. Yeah. The one that that one that's in the barber shop is very uh, famous where it's guys are getting haircuts. It's a real, it's a, it's, it's a barber shop. Yeah. But on the very back, you got to walk through. There's a wall. It says janitor on the door. You open that and all of a sudden there's this beautiful 150 seat lounge. Have you been to in Chicago downtown the board game bar? 
I don't, I forgot what it's called, but you go in and you gra- have to. No, no, in Chicago. Oh, in Chicago. Downtown Chicago. You have to grab a game. So you go in, you grab a game. They got shelves, wall. The back wall is all board games. So you grab Sorry or whatever. Got to play a game. You're unless you're sitting at the bar. Yeah. And then they have like I think like the video game, you know, stuff in the in the bar, like a video poker type yeah. game. And you got you have to play like Sorry while you drink. That and they have tables awful. and. That sounds horrible. I can't. Yeah, well. Sounds like homework. But, <laughs> but play sorry. You're, you're in Chicago. And it's a board game. And it's in a this concept bar. Age, yeah. plays board games. Not many. Young kids. But yeah. the, thing, the thing about it is I think where it's I'm going bar hopping. I want to spend some time. You know. Yeah. Let's get five people together and play Clue and we'll drink. But we're at a bar. Got to be a bad idea for the bar, too. People sitting there paying attention. You want them to turn drinks over quickly, and they're yeah, sitting there playing Monopoly, and, and figuring out Touching all those pieces. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, pre-COVID, obviously. I'm yeah, not sure right, what happened right. during COVID, but yeah. But you'd go in there and play Clue, and I went in there and did Yahtzee because it it's me easy. Honest, even, even Jenga, not really cool. No, it's not. Never was really cool. No, it's not. No. Now they have the real big Jenga. Oh, I played that yeah, one. No. Yeah. Not really good. We did Yahtzee because I didn't want to really play a board game, but I had to go in with the people I was with. Okay. So if I was forced to do a board game, I was like, let's do Yahtzee. Well, a gimmick <clears throat> bar. Yeah. I'm trying to think outside it's of- It's hard. Outside of really big cities, Because it's got to be a big city. Yeah. I don't know. W- would there be a gimmick bar in- uh, Columbus. I don't know. I don't know. There's now, biker the bars. downstairs at Natalie's on High when it was open, now they just have Natalie's Grandview. They put that bar and they called it a speakeasy, and it was just the the basement bar, and they charged triple the drink <laughs> for, for craft cocktail. And there was nothing speakeasy about it. It was just a that was a gimmick. I mean, I guess if you call something, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess speakeasies could be a gimmick. And it is attractive, I think, to enter in an alley without a sign. How about or, the swingers bar? Is that a gimmick? <laughs> swinger, yeah, well, that's a, you're going for a particular customer. Yes. <laughs> At some point between now and, I don't know, 9.50, we're going to play a stick song when you hear it. Call the number 9821-9696. Front row sticks tickets to our birthday bash Wednesday. Sticks and Fog Hack celebrating with us. And then we'll play some Eagles, some um, Take It to the Limit. Randy Mesner passed away. No. Passed away Wednesday. Uh, Was it Wednesday? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Randy Meisner, wow. Mesner, Meisner? Mesner, Meisner. Mesner, Meisner. Meisner, Meisner, Randy Meisner, right? I don't know. You're questioning. I You're believe. Making me question yeah, myself. take it to the limit. I always, uh, there was big arguments. I remember Kemper one day, uh, big argument with, I don't, I don't recall if it was with Wags or Dan Orr or something, that she insisted that Glenn Fry sang Take It to the Limit. Oh, really? And no, that was Randy. And so I, she I, argued looking with people back, outside of me? Looking back, I don't remember. Ever, I just assumed that was, I knew it wasn't Henley because his voice kind of yeah, stood yeah, out. Yeah. But I guess I never realized that, yeah, that was Randy's big hit, right? Take it to the limit. Because maybe Glenn sang the. I mean, the Eagles, it was just the Eagles. Background. I never really stopped. I love all the songs. I never really think, who did that? Yeah. So Which she was dying on that? that hill? Yeah, she, uh, she, I remember this was quite a while ago, but. Before the internet? Before the interweb? Before you could just look. 
Well, we have a guest coming up at 7.40, Sean Wayans. He's headlining the Funny Bone. You want to do a little laughter Let's here do it. anyways? Let's do it. With our old pal Mark Norman. Go ahead there, King. Hit it. My brother's got a little daughter. Cute little daughter. My mom got her a Barbie. And the wife was like, hey, no daughter of mine's playing with a Barbie. I was like, why not? Well, Barbie, it sets unrealistic body standards for girls. I mean, of course Barbie's unrealistic. That's why kids like her. Nobody wants a realistic toy. Look at every man toy. 12-pack, huge arms, giant legs. They're toys. But she's going to think she has to look like her. No, she's not. I've never heard of a girl with a Barbie like, damn, I guess i got to cut off my nipples. <laughs> girls aren't stupid. But I get it. It's a new day. you got to be inclusive now. you got to have plus-size Barbie, Chinese Barbie, blind Barbie. You know who's never changed? Ken. Huh. Ken's a tall, good-looking guy, full head of hair. There's no bald Ken, drunk Ken, abusive Ken. <laughs> Nobody wants a realistic Ken. He pulls up the dream car, gets a DUI. Barbie's like, I told you so. He's like, shut up, you f***ing skank. I'll kill you. <laughs> Nobody wants that. me, Ken is quietly the most inclusive because he'll f*** any Barbie. He doesn't give a shit, right? It's like, what is that? Wheelchair bar? Yeah, roll her over here. I'll f*** her. I don't care. Yeah. Now that's inclusive. I'm um, 471 Joke. Sean Wayans, what's up, buddy? Come here, Sean. What's up, what's up Torg? What's up, Elliot? How you guys doing? We're good. doing good. Welcome back. Another uh, couple of nights at the Funny Bone. You, it's going to be like old home. How many times have you played here in Columbus? Quite a bit, right? I think this is probably my third time. Marlon's always out. He's always on the road. You never know where he's at. And Damon Jr. too, because Damon comes in, Sean, and tries to tell us how you and Marlon tortured him as a child. (laughs) Oh, he's still still crying about that because he threw his birds down the stairs. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, hey, man, if you, uh, what's going on in Hollywood with the strike? Did you have anything going on and then you had to stop it because you guys are on strike right now? Um, no, I mean, we're always developing stuff, but there was nothing like set in stone. So we're good. We're, we're you know, sitting now, hunkered down and uh, waiting for a better day. Because I figured if you guys wanted to get on TV, because I keep, you know, like, you know, you go on TMZ, you turn it on like, you know, ETV. They like the other day I saw like the the cast of two and a half men were out picketing together or like the people in the Marvel Marvel movies. If you got together with the Wayans family and all went a day of picketing, you guys could be on TMZ. Oh, wow. That's good to know. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know. Do you have a problem with uh, sometimes in these stand-up clubs uh, with worrying about what you're going to – you know, how things are going to be perhaps perceived and and getting canceled? Did you just stay away – from anything controversial. Well, luckily for me, most of my stuff is all personal. So, right, it's, it's I, I talk about me and my experiences and different stories that happened to me. So, I'm I'm pretty I'm I'm, I'm pretty good there. Are you the youngest, or is the, your mom and dad had how many eleven children? No, we had ten. Ten um, children. Marlon, Marlon is the youngest. I'm the second youngest. Okay, so Marlon got because I have three kids and my youngest gets babied. And the two oldest kids don't like him because he gets babied. Was were all the other kids mad at Marlon because he probably got babied? Marlon got babied, but he he begs to differ because he says that I was the one that took all his 
all his light from him because I, I had asthma, so my mom was extra nice to me. So uh, he, he, he's got a little chip on his shoulder about that. Yeah, <laughs> I recall when yeah. he was in with us. Yeah. yeah, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. Columbus.funnybone.com. Sean Waynes is with us. Hey, uh, take us. I was just thinking about this the other day because Jamie Foxx had some health issues and he came out and everything's great with him. Within Living Color, do you feel it is like, because I look, I go back and I watch the clips on TikTok and you see all the iconic characters. And I remember when the show was out and as a kid, I'd watch it go, this show is damn funny. And I think because Fox was just a startup then, it didn't get the credit it was due but when you look back at the show, and you were part of it, I think you were the DJ and then maybe did some stuff later on. Do you think that show's underrated? No, I think In Living Color gets his props. Um, you know, everybody uh, everybody has really fond memories of it, and everybody speaks really highly of it. Um, I think it gets his props. I, 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 I never really feel like In Living Color has been, uh, been looked over in any kind of way. Was it a type of thing where, you know, you have like SNL and they're all in a room and they're pitching different skits because it was very SNL-like. You would have Homie the Clown, uh, Three Boxers and a Baby, Fire Marshal Bill. I thought it was better. Yeah, oh, way Always. better than, yeah. than SNL. But uh, Thank you. Yeah, SNL, yeah. To be, to be fair, though, SNL had a harder job. Uh, you know, they one, they were live, and two, they had an hour and a half of sketch time to fill. We only had a half an hour, and we was in, and we were out in 30 minutes. How, how and was, they had all the pressure, too, right? More or less. Um, I mean, I mean, both shows had pressure. It was just they had a slightly a bit more because they were live. So they couldn't mess up. There was no second take. Yeah, and you guys were on Sunday night, if memory serves me correct, right? Yeah, it started out Sunday night. Then they moved us to Thursday night. Okay. Take us in the writing room, man. Was there a just because Tommy Davidson, who's a friend of the program, was on that. Was there any, was it all kumbaya in the writer's room? Like everybody got along pitching ideas or was there a little ego behind the scenes? Um, everybody got along. Um, it was more pressure to turn out um, to turn out good sketches. It was, there was no time for no ego. You know, you know, it was it was stressful because you had to turn out sketches or else you lose your job. Oh wow! Does he does does Keenan own the show or because I recall like he wasn't in the last season of the show, right? No, he he left the show, um, uh, and he left in the last what I think he left in the fourth season, and they went another season w without him. Okay. Hey, what was the weirdest pitch? Because you guys, you and your brother Marlon did tons of movie. I mean, White Chicks is one of the – Little Man is great, uh, where uh, Marlon plays like the bank robber hiding the jewelry, and that's just one of the best ones. <laughs> what was one of the weirdest pitches, though, that you and your brother heard for a movie script? Was there any weird stuff that was thrown at you guys? Um, no, I'm sure we have stuff uh, that, that was thrown at us that was weird, but I don't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> Usually a bad idea you don't remember, you let it go. <laughs> Columbus.funnybone.com is hey, let's end it with this because you know, one of the better shows with the Wayan brothers and Johnny Witherspoon used to play here a lot. And we've had Johnny on the yeah, show. Yeah, right. Give oh, us yeah, pops. And it, you know, you really, Sean, want people when you see a character on the show to be as nice as they are or as fun as they are. Can you give us a good Johnny Witherspoon story? He, he was just a nice man. He was a very nice man, um, uh, a professional man. He took us under his wing. He, he kept us out of trouble because we, when the 
show first um, first started, we we weren't happy because the writing wasn't really up to par, and you know we was you know we was we was you know kind of acting acting out, you know, and he was like, "Look here, see, you be patient, see." You know, everything will come together. You don't, don't, you know, you come here, you do your job, you do, you do your, your, your scenes, and and you put the best, your best foot forward, and everything will work out okay. And we listened to him, and it turned out to 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 be um, okay. Yeah, so. I got to uh, work with him back in the day a little bit, Sean, and he was just a beautiful human being. Unlike, well, no, he was a beautiful human being as well. But Paul Mooney used to scare me. Witherspoon, not too uh, much. <laughs> young, young white comic. Paul Mooney was scary Yeah, to me. I can't figure out if Home. Paul Mooney oh, was a homie. bit or serious. Oh, he was. <laughs> oh, Paul, yeah. Oh, he was oh, oh, a legend. Homie. He was a legend. Paul Mooney was great. Oh, Columbus.funnybone.com to get tickets. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. Sean, thanks so much, man. Thank you for having me. Commando Friday, that's why I'm wearing... Sweat mm. shorts. Are you Commando? Oh, Commando Friday. Uh, Got every Friday. Yeah. For a while there in our 20s, that was like a year or two. There was a couple summers where it was the the thing not to wear underwear. Hey, if women go brawless, I can go Commando. Yeah, but I need uh, I need some support. Do you? Yeah, that big Sometimes monster they just of mine. Sometimes they thing on... gets swinging. It'll knock me over. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's great. So I'm hey. looking at. Well, go ahead. Well, I was, right. was going to bring this up. Food, Jerry. Because they say when it's electronics, Japan has it first. And then we kind of, you know, whether it's the LED or the QLED or the 4K or the 8K or whatever, we're kind of. We fall behind and we're a little behind Japan. You tell me. They're saying, they say, is this the next great innovation or is it gross? Okay. All right. I like one of these a lot. I don't know, though. There's weird customs over there in uh, Japan. Yes. Really some there odd are. stuff. Now, I'm going to tell you what they call it, and then I'll explain what it is. All right. They're calling it ice cream fondue pizza. Okay, right. so you have a crust bowl baked into the middle that holds vanilla ice cream, and you take the crust and you dip your pizza in it. It's not a dessert pizza. It's cheese pepperoni mushrooms with a breaded bowl center with haagen That's it horrible. It costs 17 bucks, Ugh. and you could put any topping you want on it. And they say in Japan, dipping pizza in ice cream is the newest thing. And crust in the middle. So you know what I'm talking about? So the bowl's in the middle, crust is on the outside of the bowl, and then the regular pizza's on the outside of that. So it's like Got a it. reverse pizza. Yeah, yeah. The crust's in the middle, yeah. and then the pizza's out on the it's outer like layer. dipping a fry in a Frosty. Yes. Only as pizza. So it's yeah. kind of a two-double thing. You can dip your crust... In the ice cream and just eat the pizza. You don't have to dip the pizza if you don't want. Right. right. They say the dipping is for the crust. Yeah. And then the pizza's for the Did pizza. Did you see the pizza? Maybe somebody could call in and tell us where this. 
I saw the story this week earlier, and I was going to print it, and I forgot. The local place, well, local, I think it's uh, Central Ohio. I know it's Central Ohio. The pizza place where they put chocolate chips on the pizza. Really? And it's melted in with the cheese. Really? And it looked horrible. Yeah, chocolate and cheese. Little mom and pop. I'll try place. it. It was a chocolate. It was uh, in an outlying uh, area. In Columbus. But Columbus, yeah, Columbus area. Maybe someone will call him. Yeah, chocolate chips. I thought that is odd. Do you want to hear? Where a- is that, Rich? What village is that? Or what? Corwin? Corwin, Ohio. I don't know where Corwin Roscoe's. is. Roscoe's. Roscoe's in Corwin. You want to hear something really You'd weird? have to add the, you'd have to make the pizza, and then it looks like the chocolate chips actually go on after. after and then they but just the melt because so of the heat. the pizza's so hot that they kind of sort of soften. You can get away with it. Yeah. There's nothing that doesn't look good. It does not look good. Wow. No, it does not. You would eat it. No. no Rich, you put Nutella in Pop-Tarts. That's sweet well, on that's sweet. sweet on this sweet. looks like this little is, this is a crime. rat droppings on top of a pizza. Yeah. I'd still eat rat dropping pizza. Well, <laughs> uh, I'd like double rat would you, droppings. Um, and now people think this is gross. I don't. I, I eat anchovies, so I, I can't, I I can't critique other people's pizza choices. Would you eat a pizza that sat out two days? No. Sat yes. out overnight? Yes. You mean sat out? Let's you say mean you sat eat pizza out. in the fridge. No, no, no. In the pizza, pizza box. In, in the outside? pizza box? No, I wouldn't eat. It. You would the next morning? No, no. Oh, I. I, I the top is closed. Like I've done two. I mean, maybe yeah. you take a bite, but oh, I've I, done I two know. days. I don't know. I've had it sit there two days and gone for it. Wow. Why? It, just order another pizza. Because it's good. Well, just order another pizza. That's wasteful, Jerry. Well, if you're so concerned about waste, why did you leave it out? No, I'm well because you're lazy teen. You're twenty year olds. You get like yeah, two pizzas, like two large pizzas, and you don't finish one, and you kind of like graze treat. on it. It's like a treat. You graze yeah, on it, yeah. and then you go do something, you come back, and all oh, the pizza's still there. Or like your roommate has pizza, and you think it's like an empty pizza box, and it's been sitting there a couple days, you open it, and there's two slices left. Oh, You're yeah, like, holy I crap. Oh, it's a surprise. No, it's like Christmas. Know. That could have been sneezed on. Yeah, could have done that before. Yeah, but if you don't know, if you don't know, who cares? It ain't hurt. Who cares? I don't really care. You ate that that week old pizza here that was in the fridge. It was in the the box. Yeah, but that was that had to be five seven days old. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Do you know I haven't had regular pizza since May first? It almost three months. I haven't had a regular piece of pizza in three months. I've had cauliflower crust pizza once. I haven't had fast food. For three months. Fast food for three months. And that's months. unusual for you? Yeah, I couldn't go a week before. Oh, wow. Or like two yeah. weeks. I'd, I'd, yeah. I just don't eat fast food. Oh, you don't know Very the joys little. of life, Jerry. Very little. You're a brand new man of discipline. Rich, you eat fast food once a week. Once a week, yeah. Yeah. What what's your what's your fast food? I mean, we're talking Wendy's tacos. Uh, we're talking yeah. crap. It'll take or typically not be crap, a but watch, fast food. Watch yourself. Fast food. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know not to say. Not a big fan of most of a lot of fast food, but like the McDonald's breakfast is typically if I'm going to have something, I'll get like a McMuffin or breakfast burrito. Yeah, see, bagel. that's a treat yeah. for me. It's like if you're hungover yeah. every couple of months, you go to McDonald's for breakfast. That's a treat. You won't get a double cheeseburger? That's a treat. No. No. Have you seen the new fast food menu? Now, Reddit, someone goes on, a lot of people go on Reddit. Let's say you work at a place 
and you go on Reddit and then you leak information of what your store, hey, Macy's is selling this or we're carrying this or I work at McDonald's, we're going to bring back the McPizza or the McGetty or whatever okay, it is. Okay, like, like secrets. Secrets. And so there's like a whole sub category in Reddit's about fast food. So Reddit is claiming Wendy's locally will be debuting two new items in the next week. Okay? <laughs> this really looks good or sounds good. Loaded nacho sandwiches, like a loaded nacho yeah, cheeseburger, yeah. all right? Nacho chicken sandwich and queso fries. Mm. So like fries, like the nacho fries. Yeah, the loaded queso. fries are really big right yeah. now, really big. That's we that's what we sell the most of at the hot dog shop, loaded fries. Really? With a little yeah. bacon on it? Without yeah. question. Bacon, you put anything on oh. it. Different sauces. It's real popular. Loaded nacho cheeseburger. Loaded nacho chicken sandwich, queso fries. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't get the cheeseburger though, because that's would, that liquid cheese. Big Torgwood. Liquid cheese. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I tried before, many months ago, for the first time the nacho fries or whatever nacho fries or whatever. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Yeah, right. Pretty What's not damn to like? good. Are you kidding if me? If you eat them on their own, they're crap. But if you dip them in the the cheese sauce. Right. I don't know, man. It's just something. It's crap. Yeah, it's good. It is. Cheese good. sauce makes everything better. Yeah, it really does. And well, look at that white queso when you go to a Mexican restaurant. Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh. That's soup. It yeah. is. I'd just take a spoon, but it goes bad. It it gets yeah. it congeals. No, I pretty wouldn't quickly. eat two day. I wouldn't eat two day queso. It, no, no, two day. Queso. And here's one for you, Jerry. Pizza Hut doing a test in certain test markets. Hot honey. Pizza. Yeah, the, the that's, that's Cleveland and Dallas that's are the already, only cities. You can get that here in Columbus. Can you? Yeah, there's a few places. Now, Pizza Hut, they say, has had success in Detroit style pizza, handheld yeah. melts, and pickle topping pizza. It works on thick crust as opposed you you wouldn't do the hot honey on a Donato's. Okay. Because it's the bread that, yeah, that mixes with the, the honey. And it's a spicy, warm honey. Gotcha. Yeah, it says sweet heat honey. Yeah, yeah. With salty pepperonis. Right, right. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 kind of doable. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. I like it. Pizza Hut will also in Cleveland test hot honey wings for a limited time. They say it's homemade, and the recipe is homemade hot honey for the sauce. I haven't been to a pizza. My kids have never been to a Pizza Hut. Never. So that means I haven't been to a Pizza Hut in 20 years. Yeah. 20 years I haven't been to a Pizza yeah. Hut. They've got the sausage egg and muffin. In, well, we did once. I take that back. When Remember when Pizza Hut did the big overhaul, what, five, ten years ago? The new Pizza Hut. And they oh, changed with the stuff in the crust. And we tried it again. And it, it, it was horrible. The hot dog crust pizza, really didn't sucked. they? Yeah. It really sucked. Yeah. It's like Domino's does a complete... They don't even mention pizza anymore. They don't even they, mention pizza. They do a do-over every three, five years. It seems they change their formula, yep. their pizza, their chicken yeah. nuggets, sandwiches, yeah. Michael Evans. Where was that? Where was the, uh, okay? Where where <laughs> was that sandwich you sent me the photo of? The Philly cheesesteak. That was in New York somewhere. Oh, that wasn't one you had. No, I just oh, have a Philly cheesesteak. I thought you had that for no. long. He just sends you pictures of food, yeah. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we need something yes. like that here. <laughs> That's King Richard sexting. He sends yeah, pictures that of food. Looked awesome. Great. Yeah. Michael Evans. Come on, man. Everybody get a little farther away from your radio because I, I have COVID. I don't want you getting it. Okay? How bad is it? 
Well, I'm not horrible, but I don't feel good. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. been, it's been lingering on all week. But, uh, you know, I don't have a fever and, uh, you know, just just feel yucky. You Were know? you in a wet market in Wuhan? No, I wasn't, surprisingly. Um, I don't know how I got it. Hmm. Oh, it's hey, still here, about, I guess. Yeah, quit. What? It's still here. COVID's still here, I guess. It is. It is. Um, how about Randy Meissner dying? Yeah. yeah. I'll say one thing. He was really great. He took it to the limit, if you know what I mean. Yeah, oh, we just Michael. played it yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Spacey, follow up. Although Kevin Spacey was acquitted of all the sexual assault charges in England this past week, an impeccable source says you can stick a fork in Kevin's career because it's done. The Hollywood producers and studios believe Spacey's box office poisoned because people won't pay to see his films. you got to remember, uh, he's been bombarded for decades of alleged sexual misbehavior. Could be a final nail in his professional coffin. You know, Michael, he was kind of on the down end, and then he made that great. It was great for a couple of seasons, then it it jumped the shark. What was that political show on uh, HBO or Showtime uh, where he was president? Yeah, I remember. I that was a great show. Yeah, it was. It was good. So movie With reviews, Robin Wright Penn, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that called? Yeah. We, if you figure that out, I'll tell you about Haunted Mansion. Uh, I don't know. I loved I loved Disneyland's Haunted Mansion attraction at the park. Uh, it was really scary. But the good acting folks like Tiffany Haddish and Owen Wilson and Danny DeVito and a host of others can't make this movie version very scary. Writing's not that good. It's not horrible, but it's another Disney disappointment. PG-13, two hours long, two stars. Wow. House like, of Cards, by the boy, way. That's the name. House, of, House cards. of Cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great show. Disney yeah. can't buy a hit. They Jeez. can't. Uh, if you like horror movies, though, got a good one. Talk to me. Opens today. Scary as hell. The film will freak you out, make you scream. You won't be able to turn away. You'll be it gave you out. COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, you'll be grossed, grossed up and emotionally invested after just 10 minutes. Really good acting for a horror film. Rated R, 90 minutes. Three and a half stars. Um but don't forget, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Sound of Freedom are all still playing. I recommend all three of those. I'm going to Sound of Freedom tomorrow night. I loved it. Yep. Hey, here's a funny nugget. A theater in India showed Oppenheimer, but accidentally ran Barbie subtitles. Can you imagine what those people were thinking when they were watching that? <laughs> this is absolutely crazy. Motel Toys is going to do some, uh, is going to do 10 feature films Featuring uh, their toys and games like Barbie, including Barney and Polly Pocket and Uno, Hot Wheels, none of them will be as popular as as Barbie. Uh, and TV, it looks like Tina Fey is going to take the job and replace Lauren Michaels as the head of Saturday Night Live. Lauren, 78, wants to retire and move to Hawaii. So it'll be funny again. Yeah, I hope so. I think Tina Fey's fabulous. I do, too. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, Sound of Freedom football. Kids got football. Yeah. Sound of Freedom. So Monday we'll have a Torg review. Yeah. Yep. I'm ready to get emotional. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Personally, I feel like singing. It's Aloha Friday. No work till Monday. We're going to play today. Aloha Friday. Well, my voice is gone. Ah, uh, Lily Kalani, Kalani, Anioli, Kea, Lukaku, and a cock and a hock and a hooey, 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 Five of the hottest cuts on the planet. We have searched the world for these cuts. 
Cut number one, Browns linebacker Anthony Walker gives a pretty honest answer about the team heading into the season. It's all on paper, um, and until you do it, you know, I mean, I think I've been here over the last two years. I thought we were pretty good on paper both years, you know, and until you actually go out there and do something and make some noise, um, make a playoff run and all that stuff, they shouldn't be talking about us. That's cool. We understand that. But we haven't done anything either, so... We understand that we have to go out, earn it every day on the practice field, and let everything else take care of itself. And That's kind of what they've been for the past decade, these paper champions who always win the draft, yeah. always win the free agent market. Oh, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, we're back. You're a hater. Da-da. No, just honesty. And you know what? You can't go 500 anymore, but a little 9-8 and eight would be good for this team. And there's nothing wrong with you if you're nine and eight. Cleveland this coming season over under wins. I'm gonna say nine. I'm gonna say eight. Vegas had it I, at ten and a half. Yeah, I'd go really. over yeah. eight. Yeah, they had it at ten I'd and a half. Probably I say Just nine. Just Desha- so. Deshaun. Uh, What's well, their paper full chance, time though, yeah. and Chubb? I, no, I go over eight. I always take the nine. under. Win yeah. money. Yeah, cure my sadness. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go over because I think they'll win nine, but. You know, their paper every year, they they win the offseason. All right, clip number two. There's a new report out, guys, that say that bars and nightclubs are really struggling post-COVID. Post-COVID, right? And why? Because Gen Z just doesn't drink any alcohol. Very little. Hmm. So here's a Gen Zer that went viral after she took to the Internet talking about that very thing. Actually, a lot of us are still drinking, just not at the club. Now, I can't speak for other cities, but in New York and the Bay Area, clubs are literally charging $20 for a tiny drink that tastes like gasoline, and that doesn't even include tip, because you know I'm going to tip. Ideally, I'd like to buy a drink about once an hour. So let's say I go out for an average of three hours. That's like $70 just to go out and drink, aka like a week of groceries. So at least for me and my friends, it's not that we're not drinking. It's that we're pre-gaming like nobody's business because we're economical women. Yeah. <laughs> with text chats jerry you know back back not to be where the old guys or whatever the old people but you had just telephones but now with text chats and social media apps you can very simply get a lot of people involved in a conversation of like hey let's hang out at my place or i got this finished basement hey i got this where you can get 20 people together and you don't need, she's right. You don't need to buy. I went to the, the damn, and now this is a different event, but I went to a Reds game. We got two 25-ounce Mick Ultras and a hot dog. It was $52. Yeah. And who the hell wants to pay these bar prices? Do I want to pay $8 for a mixed drink because that's what you're paying? Or do I want to spend $14 or $20 for a bottle and I can hang out with my friends and not pay the $20, the $15 a drink. At somebody's house. Yeah. Not FaceTime. Yeah, they're smarter than yeah. we are. Yeah. And everybody built bars during, like, when stuff was locked down, too. I had one in my house. Everybody just built a bar area. Yeah, the younger one. people are yeah, part, right, smarter right, than right. us in that. Why why go and spend six bucks for a beer? Yeah. Well, unless it's Garth Brooks' place and I'm going for the Bud Light. I want to think a lot of these <laughs> draft IPAs are more than that. You're, you you're, might you're probably right. seven to nine. You're probably right. Yeah. But I think still your average, your Bud Light, 
bottle at Yogi's. That's two fifty. But where would I see Christy outside of the office if I didn't go to the bar, though? Right? See bands, live music. Uh, yeah, that's right. You go to the bar right, to see right, live right, music, right. right? And there's a social aspect Absolutely. that you're not getting in your buddy's basement. Absolutely. Yeah, of course yeah. you can go buy a cheap case of PBR and sit in your friend's basement, Gen yeah. Z. Yeah. But who wants to really do that? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't with them, but yeah. Yeah. Cut number three, Stevie Nicks shared a new rarity from the box set complete studio albums and rarity set that's out today. Now, this track is called My Heart, and it was on the In Your Dreams LP, but you could only get this song on the Barnes & Noble copy, so you had to go to, like, Barnes & Noble and get it. Take a listen. the soul from across the room And the crowd fades away and we stand alone Just like nothing's changed after all these years But it's all the same and you're not to blame No, you're not to blame What's that effect they put on her voice there? That kind of amplifies, uh, yeah, is that auto-tune I'm hearing there? Uh, she always kind of had the wobbly yeah. uh, voice going, but boy, that's uh, that's heavy on that, isn't it? It, it is. sounds like a Keebler elf. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like that. <laughs> give, me, give me naked Stevie, right? Well, I I, I'll that. take naked Stevie back in the 2023, day, too. 2023 Stevie. Yeah. Give me the original. All right, number four, the Angels, uh, California Angels. We're talking Major League Baseball. They had a doubleheader in Detroit yesterday at Comerica Park. And Shohei Otani, he uh, was on the bump. He pitched the first game and then had an incredible second game. Listen to the calls. For a guy who has accomplished so much in his Major League career already, this would be the first complete game shutout, and there it is. Shohei Otani goes all nine. The soon-to-be two-time AL MVP has never been better on a big league mound. His first career complete game shutout. Only one hit, only four base runners. Oh, Oh, he got another one. Get going. Otani has done it again. Santa Maria. Complete game shutout. Check. Two homers in the nightcap. Check. And let's be honest, he should have been three-time MVP just because Roydy Roydy, Miss yes. Captain Caveman, Correct. had 50 home runs. He should have been uh, three-time. You are me, right. Me, me like needle. I mean, it wasn't even cl- – it. you know, it's Yankee bias. It's let me hit a whole, lot of home runs. I'll get MVP. Otani was – Three-time MVP this year should have been. Do you know the timetable for the return of Trout? Uh, no, I do they not. They make the playoffs. They'll have Trout, right? I believe so. Yeah. They're kind of the Angels are kind of easy to root for. I think. 
Now, Southern California always will be L.A. as a Dodger town. Yep. And I, you feel they're always the bastard stepkid, right? The Angels. Yep, they always will be. I like that Otani's going to stay, that they're not going to trade him. Yep. And John then, uh, Cusack would root for the Angels and the Dodgers. And the Dodgers. Well, you can. That's acceptable. <laughs> he would cheer for the Mets and the Yankees, too, that communist. That communist. The Rangers and Yankees. The Rangers and Islanders he would cheer for, too. Uh. He's the type of guy, John Cusack, who would cheer for the Russians and the U.S. in a hockey game. He's that type of guy. Cusack. Cusack. Don't get me started. Yeah. All right, cut number five. Randy Meisner, one of the founding members of the Eagles, passed away Wednesday. Original bass player sang one of their biggest hits, Take It to the Limits. He was 77 years old. All I want to see is five guys happy playing together, you know, and that's what makes the music. Randy never knew how great he was. He wasn't alpha. Confrontations were really hard for him. We were backstage and the crowd was going wild. And our encore number was Take It to the Limit. People loved that song. They went crazy when Randy hit those high notes. But Randy didn't want to do the song that night. He'd been up partying all night. And Glenn kept trying to talk him into it. He said, man, the, the people want to hear that song. You've got to do it. And Randy kept saying no. And the audience, who'd been waiting years to see us do those songs, we just got fed up with that and just said, okay, don't sing it. Why don't you just quit? You say you're unhappy, quit. And he did. And he did. And you, I agree with Glenn. We're the Eagles. You can't be the Eagles and not play yeah. and or the, sing yeah, Take it. it to the Limit. I get yeah. it. And I guess from Randy's point of view, it says he didn't feel his voice was up to it. Right, and it gave right. him anxiety. Right. So you got to, you know. Who is bigger solo? Glenn Fry, Don Henley. Henley. You think so? Yeah. Joe Walsh third? No, Joe Walsh bigger than Henley. You think so? Joe Walsh solo? Solo? Yeah, just Joe Walsh. And yeah. Kanye, Joe Walsh. You think so, huh? Yeah. yeah. Joe Walsh solo was bigger than Joe Walsh in any, well, not the Eagles, but, right? Well, yeah, the James, James gang, because he quit the- Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Joe Walsh so is- Joe, Joe really? Walsh. Hey, Joe uh, Walsh is a bigger name than, than Henley. More right? hits? Right? No, I don't know. Yeah, Henley had, had a I lot like, of great hits. I want to say I like Joe Walsh because I like Joe Walsh, and I don't like Don Henley yeah, or but Glenn Henley, Fry. I like Henley's music, though. Yes, I yeah. just don't like them as people. And I like Joe Walsh as a person, and I like his music. So I want to say Joe Walsh. I yeah, just don't know if Henley it's correct. Henley was solo bigger. That um, boy in the 80s there when he had Dirty Laundry and all those songs, I mean, he was But then yeah, Glenn Fry right. had hits. Smuggler's Blues and the other whatnot <laughs> and whatnot. He had some hits. In the Iraq. Yeah, yeah. Eagles, man. It was a super group. It really was. So Meisner quits and replaced by Felder? No, Timothy B. Schmidt. Timothy B. came in. That was the yes. beginning. Okay, yeah, correct. Yes. Bass. Uh, the original Bass, you're right, you're guitarist right. Don Felder replaced. Right. That guy. You know the thing. Yeah. That guy. Timothy B. Yeah, uh, he is great too. They, yeah. they had the Poco. What was uh, his? Uh, what, what's his walk-up song? Mm-hmm. If you had to play the Timothy B. I can't tell you why. Yeah, I think that would be his only hit, right? I can't tell. That yeah. was him. That was Timothy singing, so. right? Yes, that yes. was his song. Yes. He would. He would. In the documentary, they say everybody outside of the two big ones, Glenn and uh, Don, had a song. Yeah. And that's. Timothy B. Schmidt, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Joe had in the city right. and um 
think just in the city, that was his Eagles hit, right? Well, they would do Joe Walsh songs. Like what? In Eagles sets. Well, Rocky Mountain Way, you go see Did the they? Eagles, they do all the Joe Walsh. Oh, yeah. see, I, oh, yeah. I never saw I've never seen the whole Joe Walsh segment. No. I well, I, I, I mean, take like that back. Four, four or five, anyways. I saw the Eagles in Minneapolis, and the Vikings beat them forty-nine to fourteen. Ah, I had great yes. seats for that Randall show. Cunningham, yeah, no, no, no. It was just a couple years ago. Just, it, was, oh. it was it was new Eagles. It okay. was new guys. Yes, Kirk Cousins led the Vikings over the Eagles. Yes. Dude, that movie sucked. It's crap. The movie's garbage. <laughs> the Fat Guy Movie Review with Torg and Elliot. You're going to need a bigger potion. On QFM 96. Well, we'll find out. Does Disney have another dud on its hand? Fat Guy Movie Review, Kevin Carr. What's up, buddy? Hi, Kevin. Hey, guys. What's happening? How uh, are you? We love Fridays at 9.05 because we get to talk to you. Who? You know, I mean, I, it's my gift to you. Eternally. How Thank was uh, the week movie-wise here? I mean, I'm seeing what you have. Have you? Did you watch them all? Uh, well, the ones I, I I've seen the Haunted Mansion and uh, Theater Camp. Those are the two. Uh, there's also that movie Talk to Me, which I really want to see. I just had a conf- conflict on that okay. uh, with with uh, time to see it. That's a horror movie about these people who learn to uh, get themselves to deal with possession using an embalmed hand. It's it's I've I've heard a lot of great things about it from the horror fronts. Well, I've done a lot with a hand, but I don't well, yeah, you know, we all have to get experience. Yeah, impalmed, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Emphasis on palm. All right, right. haunted mansion and Disney needs a hit. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, here's the thing. It's well, it's this is the third time they've done a haunted mansion movie. They did one twenty years ago with Eddie Murphy. Uh, and they did one two years ago with the Muppets, and it was on Disney Plus. That one's actually pretty good. It's it's fun. Uh, this one is it's better than the, the the Eddie Murphy movie. They take a little more time actually crafting a story behind it because it's based on the ride at Disneyland. I mean, and you know, like Pirates of the Caribbean was based on the ride, and and so they had to make up a whole bunch of stuff for it. And it's basically about these people that try and help this uh, single mother and her son who live in this house a mansion that's old and haunted and then anybody who comes inside the ghosts sort of attach themselves to them so they're trying to figure out a way to stop all the ghosts has a pretty good cast i mean you got like keith stanfield and uh rosario dawson and danny devito and owen wilson uh timothy uh, tiffany haddish kind of phones in her lines in this one i i she, she's okay she's busy though i guess she's got a lot on her plate right okay now. Yeah. but um you know, it's it's fine for what it. I mean, it's a family kind of movie. It's so a silly movie. Yes, yeah, silly. I mean, it does have some intense stuff. Like, I mean, you've got little little kids. I mean, it, you know, it's rated PG thirteen, and I think more for the imagery and scariness of it. But I mean, if you can make it through a hocus pocus movie, I think you're going to be fine. But I mean, is it woke like the Snow White thing with the dwarves and they? You know what I mean? Is it the modern day Disney twist on the old haunted movies? Well, first of all, the whole idea of you know mixed race casting is not exactly a new thing. But I mean, it's uh, if 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 you're defining woke, does it have? people of color in the cast yes it does no he's probably <laughs> talking about what... about gay ghosts or something I yeah don't know. i mean is there a 
no, I mean, I don't think there's any a messaging. Trans I think, I, ghost people are worried that... way too much about messaging in movies. There's been messaging in movies for decades, going back, you know, when I was a kid. I grew up in the '60s and uh, in the '70s, and there were there are always you know progressive elements and what people would consider woke. Then, I mean, if if if. But you heard the girl that's playing Snow White in that interview, and she says it's not 1937. They take a classic, a fairy tale, and then they it's got to be, there's no prince coming anymore because women don't, you know what I mean? That Come on, yeah, you're Disney. It's what? about family and, or used to be, wholesome values, and it's none of that now. Well, it did have an evil stepmother in there that tried to kill people with a poison apple. So yeah. I, mean, I don't know if that's yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, I, get, I get what you're saying, but I think I think everyone's yeah. everyone tries to stampede towards that, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's but the the bottom line is well, there's it, a reason why the theme park's empty. Well, there's there's I mean I they're don't know. dying out. They need a hit bad. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, this is this is a very big issue. I think there's there's price issues and heat, and there's a lot of yeah, other okay. stuff going on. How's Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson's funny in it. I think I, I think like Owen Wilson. He does a yeah, good do. job in it. I I think the cast does a good job. I mean, Danny DeVito's funny in it. They have a bunch of uh, you know like smaller cameos in there. You know, if if you got kids and you want to see, so I, I wish it would have come out in October. It feels more like an October. Got you, got you. Now, is this one leave it open for possibly a part two? Oh, sure. You know, it's it, they they would because you know they they always want to, you know, they're always going to want to make money. But I don't know if this one's going to. I mean, it, there there's a lot to overcome with Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, because uh, I mean, Barbie made 162 million. Last week, even if it drops seventy percent, it's still going to beat Haunted Mansion. What would be considered a success for Haunted Mansion? Forty million? Yeah. Well, I think they're tracking it around thirty million, okay. which is okay. slightly more than the one did twenty years ago. So I don't think it's going to be as big of a movie. I, I think. I, I think it's just a lot of people look at the box office and say, "Oh, you know, suddenly we had a big weekend, and so everything's going to do well." No, I think we're kind of on the downslope through the end of the right. summer. I think that Barbie, though, Kevin, you know what's going to happen? Well, that's going to be like Greece. I think that thing's going to have legs for a decade. Oh yeah, no, or it's, longer. It's it's uh, you know it's it's you know Barbie's Barbie's a juggernaut. I was surprised at how much it made. I knew it was going to do well, but I was surprised. At how much? But then again, I mean, you t you take a beloved toy and make it generational, and it's uh, mainly for it's it's for girls and moms and uh, by women and that sort of thing. So I think you know it. We have these movies show up all the time, and everybody acts surprised when you when you kind of yeah. serve an underserved audience. In yeah. a year or so, you'll be doing a review of the Etch a Sketch movie. Well, yeah, no, now now they're going to do Mr. like Potato they're going to do a Polly Pockets movie, and they're. They're yeah. talking about Mattel suddenly be like, oh, all of our toys will do well. And I'm like, well, Hasbro tried that with the Battleship movie, and that didn't work. Oh, oh that's, that's right. Yes. I forgot all about that. Well, how many Casper the F Ghost do you give this one? Uh, I'll give it I'll give it three out of five. I'll, I'll be I'll, I, It's fine. It, it, it runs a little long. It's about two hours. It probably could have been a little shorter. Okay. Now, I, I'm hearing good things, but I'm going to take it, your advice, theater camp. Yeah, theater camp, this is an odd duck because – I like sort of the improv comedy element to it, and I'm an old theater kid too. I mean, I went, I did theater in middle school and high school, and uh, and my kids were in theater, uh, so I recognize a lot of the personalities in this movie. The story is about this theater camp that's that's struggling, and the guy who had to take over 
running it, knows nothing about camps or theater, and then the other people are trying to run the camp, and you've got these very, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, elaborate personalities that are very real type of people that populate uh, theater. So you see a lot of stuff that, that, that you remember, but I'm also kind of having flashbacks when I, when I see the movie, and, and, and some of the people are so kind of extreme and crazy that uh, it, it's, it, it doesn't fit as well as a cohesive character study, but it is funny. And if you spend any time with people uh, who, who are into theater or do the theater camp type stuff, uh, it, it, there's a lot of truth in it. It can be, it can be kind of clever. Slasher? No, no, no. It's a comedy. It's oh, just, comedy. It's, okay, no, no, comedy. A, yeah. Okay. No, they do have theater. You know, I'm trying to remember. They're, they're, well, Michael they're, Evans, that was a different movie. Okay, they're, okay. We had a different, we have a guy, a Hollywood reporter on, on mm-hmm. Kevin. Yeah, that wasn't theater And he gave camp. us a review of theater camp, but he said it was a horror movie. No, no, no. It was a different movie. There, there are there are a couple, um, and, and, and the, the names are, are escaping me right now. There are theater slasher movies out there. And and some of them are quite good. There's uh-huh. one that actually does take place in a theater camp that was made about ten years ago. Oh, so who's in this then? Uh, this one has Ben Platt. Um, nobody of any real recognizable. Ben Platt's probably the biggest name. He's he did Dear Evan Hansen. He's really known more for Broadway and the fact that he's also the son of a big producer, which is probably how he got in a lot of. He, he's one of those nepo babies. He's made some news as a nepo. Oh, baby. okay, okay. So, but he has some talent. He's not like Lily Rose Depp, who's just awful. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with yes. you. I'm with you there. So, uh, how many jazz hands do you give this one? Uh, I'll give it like two and a half. I, I wanted to like it more, but I, th- I think some people might like it more than I do. Like I said, I just some of the characters and personalities in there. I'm like, I dealt with you in high school. I don't want to spend you another know, ninety minutes. <laughs> you have a little PTSD from your theater camp. That's yeah, why. Yeah, a little bit there. Yeah, that's true. It's too close to home. Hey, what's the website, Kevin? Uh, FatGuysInTheMovies.com. Thanks, man. Final Sticks song of the week for us. That means front row tickets to see Sticks, Foghat, our 10th birthday bash next Wednesday. Here's the thing. We will uh, take this call on the air. We don't know who it is. Yes. Can't win anything in the last 30 days. That's the rules. Torgan Elliott, who's this? Hi. Hey. Who's this? Yes. Uh, Marty McCoy. Marty, have you won anything in the last 30 days? No, I have not. All right, you're sitting front row, Marty. All right, I'm calling from Lancaster. Okay, one of the McCoys going to be in the front row. All right, all right. Yeah, I can't. Oh, unbelievable. The only bad news is we got the Hatfields in the second row. Oh well, I guess I'll have to handle that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Who are you taking with you? I don't know, to tell you the truth. My wife right now is a little under the weather, so I can't take her, so I don't know. Take her sister or take your girlfriend. Perfect. <laughs> no, no girlfriend. No girlfriend. Oh, not yet. You got front row tickets. You'll get yeah, one. Yeah, take a neighbor, kid. We'll see you. You're all in the right, front row, on, dude. man. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Listen to you all the time. All Thanks, right, man. man. Sit tight. There you go. Front row tickets. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I've never, I've sat front row for like, GA shows, but I've never had front row tickets yeah, to right. a concert. So I noticed at Kemba for the Government Mule Show on Wednesday. Uh-huh. When did all that in front of the stage become numbered seating? 
That was always GA. I think it's just uh, specific shows. Because I was just at a show there oh, and it, it was, was GA. It was all rows and numbered and, yeah. You needed, oh, really? Oh, yeah. There was no going to the front of the stage. I don't. Oh, you with seats? Yeah. It was seats all the way okay. to the front. That I think that might have just been for that show. Oh, okay. Just because yeah. I went to another show. the beauty of Kemba was always yeah. just walking up to yeah, the front. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Because yeah. my kids went to a show and I took them and I sat in the back while they crowded in front. Okay, yeah, So yeah, maybe yeah. it's just select right, right, kind right. of thing. Maybe it's an older crowd. Yeah. So you did some chairs. Maybe. You need to sit. Maybe. I need to sit, right? Yeah. It's hard. Even when I was in the uh, lawn, I'm like, I'm going to sit. Everybody was like standing up. And they I'm still like, have I'm that sit. VIP uh, area there at Kemba, too. Yeah, I like that. They still that. have that. Yeah. Air conditioning bathroom. Yeah. Oh, is, I that like the, it. is that the. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like there's anything really VIP about it. Couches. You got the patio Are furniture. Yeah, they got some patio furniture. Uh, yeah. Because I was on the lawn with Dave, man, and we were looking over there. It didn't seem to be any benefit to being in there. Well, air conditioning bathroom. Okay. Couch. Air conditioning bathroom. Couch. Uh, couch. Right. Uh, bar, your own bartender. Yeah. Air conditioning couch. All right. No, I, I combined them. See? Yes, yes. right. Uh, did you see, finally, as we're talking concerts, the world tours right around the corner, Nikki Six announced Motley Crue will not be changing its set list. Same set list you saw if you went to see him in Cincy in Cleveland. Same set list here. Start with the wild side, end it with kickstart my heart. There you go. Keeping the same guitar solo. Yeah, because that uh, that concert's coming up, Yeah, right? if it works, it works, right? What Good is that, August? August 9th, 9th? I believe. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm ahead. looking at the set list, and they're not avoiding any of the hits. I mean, they are playing the hits. So, if you're a Motley Crue fan, go see them because they are playing all the hits in this one. Even though Randy Meisner wouldn't sing their one hit there. Like yeah. His, his big them. crew hit. Yes. Girls, girls, girls was his big hit, right? <laughs> All right. Good week. Good shows. A lot of sticks tickets we gave away. Listen to the best of Torgan Elliott tomorrow morning. Next week, ticket-wise, we are looking at, refreshed by memory, Motley Crue, right? Yeah, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Jeff yes. Dunham. And Jeff Dunham as well. How about that? Yeah, good tickets next week. Good tickets next week. No more 530s. No 530 tickets next week. Birthday bash is Wednesday. So, yeah, next week's going to be good. Rest up this weekend. Yep, let's do it. We talked to JY on Monday. Stay cool. JY. Yep, and 96 minutes of nonstop iconic rock next.